Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. This is part four in our series called Psychology on Vinyl, where we try to understand both the subtle and the blatant psychology behind and within famous records. This week's record may have slipped under your radar. Um, I think it's an epic work that deserves repeated listens. But it's not that it wasn't noticed in general. In fact, this thing won three Grammy Awards, including Album of the Year in 1998. It was also on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. But it still isn't something that you would have heard any airplay on any of these tracks. The album we will be sharing on this episode of Psychology on Vinyl is the record Time Out of Mind by Bob Dylan. Now, let's say this first. Some people, they hear the name Bob Dylan and they run for the exit because they don't like his voice. And I can understand that. I don't feel that way, but I can understand that. Uh, But this record was made by a 56-year-old Bob Dylan. His voice is gravelly. It sounds every bit of his age on these songs. You hear him pushing himself on these songs vocally, and I find it to be one of the easiest albums of his for a a non-Dylan fan to listen to when I share it with other people. Uh, There is so much pain, acceptance, reflection, and longing going on on this record. To put it in perspective, Dylan told an interviewer that, quote, there was a time when the songs would come three or four at the same time, but those days are long gone. Once in a while, the odd song will come to me like a bulldog at the garden and and demand to be written. But most of them are rejected out of my mind right away. You get caught up in wondering if anyone really needs to hear it. Maybe a person gets to the point where they have written enough songs. Let someone else write them. End quote. There is a message on this record which is loud and clear. Essentially, it's this. I hate the limitations of being older, and now I have to accept them. It's very vivid. Now, that said, the record is is not as depressing as I might be making it sound. There are joyous, reflective moments, some I've still got it moments, and just the songs in themselves musically are worth the price of admission. It's a great listen, both on headphones as well as if you have it on in the background. I almost like to think of it as as a perfect pool hall record. On many tracks, you can almost hear the guy break with the pool cue, and at least one of the stripes or solids lands in a pocket or two. This was produced by Daniel Lanois, and he did a stellar job as far as I'm concerned. It sounds like him and his production style, but it is such a good marriage with Bob Dylan. What's funny is that I almost, I came really close to getting to interview Daniel Lanois 
this is what his rep told me. He said, you know, I know Daniel would love to, but right now he's working on the new U2 record and he's really busy. That was kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, back to the album. While it's musically great, I'm not in any way downplaying the lyrics, which are often gems in themselves, which only makes the whole thing that much better of a ride. Simply put, I bought this when it came out, and I still love it to this day. It's a moment in time for a world-dominating artist to acknowledge that he may not be able to fly like when he was a superhero in his 20s, but also making it pretty clear that he can still jump really, really high. But let's get into it. It starts dark, and it stays dark. The first song is called Love Sick. Now, on this track, he is very much both facing and not facing his view of a relationship at his age and at this stage in his life. He starts kind of with the chest out proud, but at the same time, he's simultaneously depressed with lyrics like, I'm sick of love, that I'm in the thick of it. This kind of love, I'm so sick of it. And then later he says, he sings, I'm sick of love. I wish I'd never met you. I'm sick of love. I'm trying to forget you. But then at the end of the song, a hard 180 with these closing lines. I just don't know what to do. I'd give anything to be with you. Hear his journey of being lost in time and lost within himself begins. The next song, which is kind of a rockabilly song, I guess you could say keeps the pity party going. <laughs> it's called Dirt Road Blues. Now here, Dylan sings lyrics like, I've been at my shadow. I've been watching the colors up above, rolling through the rain and hail, looking for the sunny side of love. Again, he is on a path. He's trying to find fulfillment somewhere, and in the process, he finds himself getting more and more personal and reflective. That leads to the next song, which to me is an absolute gem in this regard. It's called Standing in the Doorway. This song almost defines this album, as does the last track on it, which we're going to discuss a little later. But if you want to know what psychologically was going on in this man's mind, Listen to these words. Sample lyrics. When the last rays of daylight go down, buddy, you're older or more. I can hear the church bells ringing in the yard. I wonder who they're ringing for. Yesterday, everything was going too fast. Today, it's moving too slow. It's simple, it's perfect. That's this album, in a nutshell. Who am I anymore? I'm Bob Dylan. But does the world need me to write songs? Did they ever? Is this it? Where am I headed? The deeper we get into this, the clearer these questions are shouting inside the mind of this man. Another song called Trying to Get to Heaven is on the same dirt road that he started off on earlier. He says he wants to get to heaven before they close the door on him. 
in a very Dylan-esque way, he again faces the fact that he is not a young man anymore and he's at a crossroads. Listen to these perfect lyrics on both reflection and acceptance. He sings, I'm going to sleep down in the parlor and relive my dreams. I close my eyes and I wonder if everything is as hollow as it seems. Some trains don't pull no gamblers, no midnight ramblers like they did before. I have been to Sugartown. I shook the sugar down, but now I'm trying to get to heaven before they close the door. Then, just when you think it's safe to go into the quicksand, comes an intense realism to the point of an almost, you could almost say morbid song called Not Dark Yet. According to, to Daniel Lanois, Bob Dylan with this song essentially created his very own Civil War ballad. Nothing, I repeat, nothing that I can say would do justice to the feel of these lyrics. So I just feel obligated to read them to you. I'll take a minute and do that. This is Bob Dylan letting you in. You are his therapist. Here goes. Shadows are falling, and I've been here all day. It's too hot to sleep and time is running away. Feel like my soul has turned into steel. I've still got the scars that the sun didn't heal. There's not even room enough to be anywhere. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. Well, my sense of humanity has gone down the drain. Behind every beautiful thing, there's been some kind of pain. She wrote me a letter, and she wrote it so kind. She put down in writing what was in her mind. I just don't see why I should even care. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. Well, I've been to London, and I've been to Gay Paris. I followed the river and I got to the sea. I've been looking down on the bottom of the world full of lies. I ain't looking for nothing in anyone's eyes. Sometimes my burden is more than I can bear. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. I was born here and I'll die here against my will. I know it looks like I'm moving, but I'm standing still. Every nerve in my body is so naked and numb. I can't even remember what it was I came here to get away from. Don't even hear the murmur of a prayer. It's not dark yet, but it's getting there. Wow. That about sums it up. This is, this is soul-bearing, painfully honest music. This was not written for a top 40 placement and will never be remixed onto a 12-inch single. It is a heart surgically taken out of a man's chest and, and attached to a record. Now, I'm skipping some songs, though the ones I'm skipping are really good too, and they do fit the theme. For example, the song you may have heard on this album, but at the same time you may not have heard it, the song is called To Make You Feel My Love. This is a Bob Dylan song, and it's on this record. 
but you probably heard Adele do this. But she didn't write it. Neither did Trisha Yearwood when she did it, or Garth Brooks, or Billy Joel. They all covered it. But this is a Bob Dylan song, and it fits perfectly on time out of mind thematically. It's funny. I remember reviewing music by an up-and-coming young artist around maybe 2009, and I saw To Make You Feel My Love on her demo. I was shocked because she did it real justice. But what impressed me was that this girl, she's barely in her 20s, and she knew this Bob Dylan song, and I actually put in the review how impressed I was of that. Well, she read her review, and afterwards... After reading it, she told me she didn't know who Bob Dylan was. She liked Adele. At that moment, I have to admit, the tone and the overall time out of mind lyrics of recognizing that you're no longer a young person kind of resonated. Let's jump to the last song. The last song is my absolute favorite song on the record, and it perfectly takes the listener through the looking glass and you get to spend a day in the life of Bob Dylan. This thing is 16 minutes and 31 seconds of perfection. It has no chorus. It has no bridge. It's an audiobook. It's a song. It's a eulogy. And a great storyteller sitting down with you beside a fireplace with a good whiskey and two glasses. All these things put together. The song is called Highlands. If no other songs existed on this album, just this song alone could have been enough to gather psychology on vinyl for this episode. Through the song, he tells us that his heart is in the highlands, and if he felt better, he would go there. But in the meantime, normal Bob Dylan life must be tended to first. He begins, woke up this morning and I looked at the same page, same old rat race, life in the same old cage. Then comes the single most telling and maybe the biggest identifier about what this entire record is about in a simple turn of phrase. He sings this, I feel like a prisoner in a world of mystery. I wish someone would come and push back the clock for me. He goes on with his day. He stays home. He listens to a Neil Young record, but told, he's told that the music is too loud. So he leaves. He makes his way out of his home to a diner and finds himself flirting with a waitress. He quickly, though, sees that this is kind of pointless. So he sings that, quote, she goes away for a minute and I slide out, out of my chair. I step outside back to the busy street, but nobody is going anywhere. He goes on. I see people in the park forgetting their troubles and woes. They're drinking and dancing, wearing bright colored clothes. All the young men with the young women looking so good. Well, I'd trade places with any of them in a minute if I could. All throughout these verses, he reminds us that his heart is in the highlands until eventually he says, the sun is beginning to shine on me, but it's not like the sun that used to be. The party is over, and there's less and less to say. I got new eyes. 
everything's looking far away. Well, my heart's in the highlands at the break of day, over the hills and far away. There's a way to get there, and I'll figure it out somehow. But I'm already there in my mind, and that's good enough for now. Very, very quick, almost unexpected fade out, and the record is over. This is one of the best testimonies artistically that I have ever encountered where a person is accepting where they are, but wishing they could go back, wishing they could be young again. On a personal note, I remember once being with my father before he died in a doctor's office. And I remember he needed me to help him to walk to a bathroom sink so he could splash cold water on his face. He did it. And when he looked up at the mirror into his own eyes, he said, my God, Christopher, I'm an old man. I will never forget this as long as I have a functioning mind. It was maybe one of the realest things that I've ever witnessed. This record is essentially Bob Dylan doing the same thing, feeling the exact same way, and he lets us in. I'm going to close this piece with a challenge for you. If you like Bob Dylan's work when he was younger, like I do, or you know what, even if you, you don't care for it, I challenge you to do this. Listen to Bob Dylan's Highway 61 Revisited from beginning to end. You're going to have to take some time to do this. Straight through and follow along with the lyrics that you find online for each and every song. Then, and this is important, immediately listen to Time Out of Mind in its entirety and follow along with these lyrics. This will not only be a crash course in music appreciation, but it'll probably be a life lesson. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist. And for this Psychology on Vinyl series, the subject matter is the playlist itself. So we have for you this time around a Refresher podcast Bob Dylan Time Out of Mind playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash Bob Dylan Time Out of Mind. And again, I'm going to break these into the sides that they were originally intended to be when this was released. Track number one is Lovesick. Number two, Dirt Road Blues. Number three, Standing in the Doorway. Number four, Million Miles. Number five, Trying to Get to Heaven. Number six, Till I Fell in Love with You. Number seven, Not Dark Yet. Side two, number eight, Cold Irons Bound. Number nine, Make You Feel My Love. Number 10, Can't Wait. And number 11, Highlands. This is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist 
really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Bob Dylan Time Out of Mind. Guys, this show would simply not exist without you. If you could do me a favor and please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, people that are interested in, in just hearing cool things about music or psychology or pop culture. Also, if you'd like to, to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you would like, you could make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, there's no obligation, obviously. Just feel free to listen and enjoy any time that you want to. Hey, one more thing before we go. Go and check out our friends, if you haven't done so already, at the Managing Expectations podcast. I was just invited on there as kind of a part of a panel of music heads to discuss the darkness on the edge of town record. That podcast is a really good listen in general. You get depth, humor, you get to hang out with two people that are obviously really good friends along with their interesting guests. So you can catch them on Spotify and most other podcast platforms. Again, that is the Managing Expectations podcast. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. Next album, Lou Reed, Berlin. We'll see you there.